You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Damon Martin, MMAfighting.com, and I am here with the reigning, defending, UFC heavyweight champion of the world in Ohio zone, Stipe Miocic. Stipe, I just did my best Bruce Buffer. How'd I do? Fantastic, brother. <laughs> How is everything, man? Obviously, uh, you know, I, I got to admit, it kind of bums me out because of the pandemic. I haven't been able to come up to Cleveland and visit you for the last two fights. Yeah, I mean, at least we get to talk stuff. So That's true. Keep, That's keep true. That it's just weird. I'm like, you live two hours up the road from me. I'm just like, man, I, I was like, I remember when it was going to the DC rematch, I was like, there's no way I'm going to that gym and giving, having a, even the even the smallest chance that I give Stipe COVID. I am not messing up this fight. No, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sooner it'll be over soon. I hope it's it's looking better, so we'll see. Yeah, how has that been for you? I mean, obviously you've been in camp, but with the the firehouse and everything, like, have you been vaccinated yet? Have you? Because uh, you are a frontline worker. No, no, I haven't been vaccinated, but I, I mean, I'm careful. I wash my hands. I'm you know wear masks when I have to. I wear gloves when I you know and every call masks, and we're smart about it. You know, we take every protocol that we need to take. Yeah, I, I was listening to your podcast. I heard one of your buddies on your podcast got vaccinated. I think he said it was like the day after. Did he sprout a third head or anything? Like afterwards, I didn't hear the the full aftermath of him getting the vaccine. No, nah, he's good. He's just, you know, he had a little, just a little achy and sore. Just like having the flu, I guess. It, it was like, you know, something to that point. It was just, he just beat up and sore and just didn't feel well. But the next day he was fine. Yeah. How is the uh, how is the podcast? I've been listening. Just Awkward Buddies is the podcast. Uh, a lot of fun. How did that whole thing start? Uh, it's been going great. We love it. It's just, you know, two of my buddies, and we just, you know, we, we talk well with each other. We just, you know, have a good time with it. And it's been like four years in the making. And, then, you know, we talked about it. And two years ago, I bought the stuff. It just never, you know, never panned out. And then finally, I just said, screw it. We're doing it. And we just did it. And here we are. I feel like after listening to you and Volante talk, I feel like you need to add him in to tell more camp stories because I feel like that guy would be uh, full of Stipe stories. Yeah, if you was if you if you lived in town, he'd would, he would be on. He'd be part of. It. There's no question. I was enjoying his story about was it the barley house, the shirting incident. I I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, he, he he's a hot mess. In fact, that's why I love the guy. 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So with that being said, obviously, uh, the pandemic in Ohio has, you know, altered and changed. Obviously, it's a lot different than it was when you tried to get into camp the last time. So how has it been this time around? Because we've been a lot more opened up than a lot of states. Obviously, we're not fully opened up, but I mean, we are, which is we we're still wearing masks and things like that. But, you know, no, you know, we're not, you know, locked down quite as hard. How, how has it been for this camp versus uh, the last one for uh, for D.C.? Yeah, it's about the same. You know, we uh, we're doing the same thing we did last camp. You know, I just uh, this time we can't use a pool because it's winter out. You know, I'm using the the rec center, so that's open, which is good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's about the same. You know, it just sucks that we can't really, you know, live normal life right now because we have to wear masks all the time. Which you know, it's better safe than sorry, and you know, we'll get we'll get past that. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's about the same, honestly. Yeah, it feels like there is an end goal in sight, though. I'm actually getting vaccinated today after we talk. Good stuff. Yeah, Good yeah. So uh, it feels like we're we're coming to towards the end. Obviously, I'm sure you saw uh, the show in April. They're doing it in Florida with fans. Uh, so you know, it seems like we are starting to get back to some sense of normalcy now. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. So. Yeah. Now, uh, before we get to the fight stuff, I also got to say congratulations because I saw you and Ryan have a baby boy on the way. Yeah, my wife's pregnant. Uh, she, you know, she'll be having the baby uh, end of August. So we're uh, we're super excited. You know, blessed. We have one, but you know one out more and make a little army so you know we got two you know if it was a girl i would have been i would have been just as happy you know i just i want one of each but you know my wife said if we had another girl we've been trying for another one to get a boy because she wants to have a head one on her side because she's definitely a daddy's girl <laughs> i know you have absolutely embraced fatherhood uh how excited are you for for baby number two uh you know i am excited but then I'm, i was thinking the other night I'm like man I gotta, we waking up early and every couple hours, which I don't care. Like, you know, but it's like, man, we, we gotta get thing going now, you know, back to square one, which, but it's gonna be a lot easier, you know, because, you know, we, we had the first one and we, we understood what we had to do. And of course, not every baby's the same, but uh, we're just excited, man. We're just, you know, both, our whole, both our families are excited. We, uh, you know, my, my brother-in-law and his wife, they're having a baby a few weeks prior. So we're, 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 getting, we're getting bigger. That's awesome. That's awesome. So are you, are you building this deep Bay armor? Are we talking like six, seven kids or what are you thinking? Well, you know, baby steps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Steve Bay Army. I like, I like building. You know, I'm just, you know, coming up with ideas here. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, before I get to Francis, uh, I know we we did get a chance to catch up after the fight. We talked before the fight, but you know, obviously it's been months now. But I just want to ask you, you know, uh, what does it feel like, you know, finally putting that DC trilogy behind you? Because that was that ate up so much of your life for like two, you know, two or three years where it was just all about Daniel Cormier. And I think I asked you that before the fight, like, are you ready to just move beyond this? Because you've had to kind of be focused on this one guy for so long. Uh, how happy were you to put that behind you? And, and obviously I know you always had a lot of respect for DC, but to kind of close things out the way you did. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy and excited and, uh, you know, just past it now and, no, right now I'm all worried about is uh, you know, France come up here soon, so that's all I care about. Yeah, but I'm happy. You know, you know, he's a great competitor, man. He's, you know, we 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 had a good trilogy. I think it was great, and I think people loved it, and uh, that's what people want to see. Yeah. So obviously the the Francis you know, rematch has been looming for a little bit now with, with the streak he's been on. Um, rematches are always weird because when you beat a guy, you know, pretty dominantly, you know, I've heard some mixed results. Some guys say, you know, it's hard to get up for a guy that you've already beaten that that way and things like that. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like you went out there and knocked him on the first round and somebody could say, oh, you got a lucky punch or you caught him early or anything like that. You dominated him for the better part of, you know, every minute of every round for five rounds. 
Um, I know you've never been a guy to sit here and say, I won't fight that guy, won't fight that guy, but how does it feel going into a rematch with Francis knowing how the first fight went? Well, it won't be nothing like the first fight because, you know, he's definitely gotten better and so have I, and a lot of things are going to change. I'm trying to make it, you know, a more one-sided fight, you know, of course, trying to end it early, but, you know, he's definitely, you know, he's gotten better. Man, hits hard, and, you know, it's heavyweight division, so anything, anything can happen. Yeah. When you look at what Francis has done, I know you're not a guy who sits around and you know, just, you know, <laughs> you're not obsessing over filming your opponents. You kind of let Marcus and the guys at the gym do that. But obviously, Francis has, has gone on a pretty, I mean, again, pretty incredible runs, you know, since then. A lot of knockouts, Kane Velasquez Jr., of course, Jarzinho in his last fight. Uh, but we still haven't seen him really do a whole lot different because he's been knocking guys out. Now, that's a credit to Francis, obviously, but is there evidence that, that do you believe he's developed and he's evolved since that first fight? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, he's got good guys. He's got a great coach and a great team, and they're definitely working with him, making it better. So, I mean, definitely have gotten better. But, you know, so have I. You know, I mean, it's just uh, I think uh, we're putting their game plan the best is going to win. And, you know, he's definitely gotten better, but you know, he also like he's got that one factor. Everyone thinks you know he's hard, and he does. He is, he does it hard. Just gotta watch out for it. Obviously, you're not you're not Junior, you're not Kane, you're not Jarzinho. But is there? I mean, without giving away secrets, because obviously I don't think you're giving away secrets by asking you this question. But like, what are guys doing wrong when they fight Francis? Because he he obviously has tremendous power. You know, again, there's no doubt about that. But like, it's kind of crazy that like the way he's been able to knock people out, the way he's done it. And I don't know. Do you feel like guys are just making mistakes or are approaching him the wrong way? Like, I don't know. I don't want, again. I don't want you to give away your secrets. But like, are people just fighting him wrong? It, yeah, it could be. I think so. I mean. I mean, every fighter's different. Everyone has a different game plan. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Listen, man, I'm not in there, those guys' corner. Uh, I listen to my coaches. The reason I'm where I'm at is because my coaches and my teammates. So I just keep listening to them and getting better. Yeah. The the last time out, you know, we saw so much of your game in that fight. And I, I, I'm i weird like this. Like, I love the great first-round knockouts. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like I also yeah, enjoy, you know, I also enjoy a five-round, you know, domination, you know, when you can go out there and kind of break the will of your opponent over five rounds. And, and, and you did you did in a lot of fights with Francis. Uh, when you look at this rematch, like, obviously you said it's going to be a different fight, but you'd like to dominate even, even more. But do you believe, like, when you look at this matchup, like, do you feel like ultimately you're always going to be a bit of a bad matchup for a guy like Francis? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm a bad matchup for anyone just because, you know, like, like I always say before, I, you know, me and my coaches and, you know, we, they, my coaches come with a great game plan. We work on it for, you know, eight to ten weeks, and that's how we work on, you know, and, you know, as long as I listen to the game plan and do what I'm told, then you will know, be fine. Yeah. When you look at the result, obviously it doesn't matter as long as you walk out of there with your championship, but would it mean more to go out there and finish him this time, to go out there and put him away? You were very, very close the last time, and credit to him for finding a way to stick around, but would it mean more to, to beat him and, and finish him and kind of put Francis, I imagine beating him a second time, you kind of put Francis behind you for good. Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, definitely, everyone's always looking for finishing. It'd be great, you know, and of course, that's what I'm looking for. But if it don't happen, you know, I'm, I'm okay with the decision. I mean, I don't care if it's a knockout submission or a decision, and I'm getting my hand raised. That's all I'm going to do. I'm, I'm walking out, and so that's all you're going to hear. My hand raised and belt wrapped around my waist. Nothing's going to change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with the fight with DC, I, I remember going into that fight, there was a lot of conversation about fighting in the smaller cage in the apex. Uh, obviously, you ended up dominating, you know, that fight and, and defended your title. Um, how was it fighting in the smaller cage? And are you glad you had that experience, you know, now that you're going in against a guy like Francis? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I train in a cage like that at my gym. It's, it's, it's about the same size. 
So, uh, so it's nothing new to me. Um, you know, and it just, you know, a big cage or small cage just depends how you use it, you know, and that's, I think, uh, if you use it to your advantage, it works well. Everyone made a big deal about the last time because they assumed that DC was going to try to wrestle you. Uh, obviously, you ended up dominating so much of the clinch positions and things like that. Now, in the reverse, uh, is there something to be said that maybe the smaller cage might be an advantage for you over a guy like Francis in terms of your clinch work, in terms of your wrestling? Because so many people made a big deal about that, and you ended up kind of turning it against DC. Uh, do you feel like maybe the small cage might actually benefit you against Francis? Uh, I, I think any cage will benefit. You just, like I said, it depends how you use it. Um, you know, but he's a big, strong guy, and, you know, he's not going to let me try to do that. So, you know, I'm definitely going to try to do it. Um, you know, and, and if it gets to that point, I'll definitely try to do it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it depends where it goes, honestly. It's just, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, it works for me good. If it doesn't, you know, I'll figure something else out. Yeah. Is there any small part of you, Stipe, that's a little, a little disappointed you're going to be the last pay-per-view in the apex before we get fans back. Like, was there any party that's like, man, I wish we could do this in front of fans. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 the fans are what makes the sport. It's the reason why it's so fat, get growing so fast and people love it. Just Cause you know, it's, it's so, so crazy good and awesome. And they love it. And it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it does suck. And, but I'm okay without the fans too, you know, just, um, you know, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see the next one. Yeah, yeah. Now, Steve, uh, you know this question's coming, and I feel like I know your answer ahead of time, but uh, we know what's next for you. If you beat Francis, the next fight, as it's been said a million times, is going to be John Jones. Go ahead, sorry. When I, when I beat Francis. When you beat Francis, uh, it's going to be John Jones. Um, I don't. Before I get to John Jones, like, is it is it nice knowing like you kind of have like your twenty twenty one in a way laid out for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just like right now, though, all I'm worried about is the uh, you know fight coming up right now with Francis. That's all I care about. I mean, I'm not gonna worry about John Jones till I take care of business. Yeah, is there a little bit of excitement though in terms of legacy, in terms of you know heavyweight fights? I mean, listen, I I know I brought up John to you before just because I feel like that's one of those epic fights that I want to see before it's all said and done. Like, I know you can't get excited about it right now, but is there like a, a bit of excitement knowing that, that that guy's coming and that's that, cause that's a big fight for your legacy too. Let's be honest, Steve. Oh yeah. No question. Uh, yeah, definitely. But like I said, I'm all worried about is Francis. That's all I care about. You know, it's task at hand right now. And then he's the only one. Yeah. You know, at this point in your Kirsty, but you've done so much. And before anyone gets on me and say, why are you trying to retire Stipe? I'm not trying to retire Stipe. I'm just asking the honest question. As a guy who has already accomplished so much in your career, Francis Ngannou, you know, coming into this, he's absolutely earned this rematch. When you look at his last four fights, there's no denying he's earned this rematch. Uh, and this is a very big fight. But if you beat him a second time, you just vanquished you know, arguably the, the other scariest guy in the division besides yourself. And then you go to John Jones, greatest light heavyweight of all time. Some people would say the greatest fighter of all time, pound for pound. You beat him. Uh, at what point does it become diminishing returns? Like, do you just have to gauge your interest with every fight? Like, how do you approach it? Because, like, I don't feel like you're a guy who's always going to be like, just, I know you're a guy who always says, just give me the next guy. But you get through these two guys. I mean, come on, let's be honest. That's, that's like life-changing, you know, career-changing kind of legacy stuff. Yeah, definitely. When I beat Francis, again, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. But like, right, so like I said right now, it's all I'm worried about is, you know, Francis and that's all I care about. And, you know, once we get once we get to that, we'll take care of it. Yeah. I remember having this conversation with you after you knocked out uh, Fabricio Verdum. 
And I remember you saying that, you know, you wanted to keep the championship and you wanted to retire as champion. One day, you know, you didn't put an end goal in mind and saying like five more fights, ten more fights, whatever. You said you wanted to retire as champion. We actually now have two examples of that in the sport. GSP obviously walked away as a champion. And we just saw uh, last night, you know, Habib Nurmagomedov is officially retired. I don't know why we didn't say he was officially retired in October, but that's neither here nor there. He is officially <laughs> retired now and he retired as champion. When you look at those kind of legacies, and again, this may not happen for you for a couple of years down the road but like do you feel like that's the way you want to go out when it's all said and done like you want to go out and have that kind of because we unfortunately we don't have a lot of examples of that in this sport yeah i mean definitely of course who doesn't want to go out on top and you know uh you know once i get to that point you know but right now i'm having fun and i like winning and i'm gonna keep winning yeah obviously and you also i mean again uh you know age age is is just a number in, in a lot of instances and it seems like weirdly where you're at right now, you know, you're. St- am I wrong in that? I mean, I know you're going into a heavyweight title fight, but like, it feels like you're still very much in the prime of your career right now. Am I wrong? No, I feel like I feel like that. I definitely feel that way. I'm getting better. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit later, but I'm stronger than I've ever been. I'm faster. I'm better in shape. I'm more efficient. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, you know, so the good thing about heavyweights, so they, they 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 have more longevity. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you're not a big prediction guy, Stevie. I'm not going to ask you to tell me the round and play Conor McGregor and say, you know, point to the actual the round in the minute you're going to win this fight. But in a perfect world, how, how would you envision a fight with, with Francis playing out in terms of what do you want out of yourself? What do you want to see out of yourself in this fight? Getting that win don't no, any means necessary. I don't care. I'm going to get that win. I'm going to walk out with my hand raised, bell wrapped on my waist, and still nothing's going to change. You'll find out. No, come Saturday. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Steve, you know, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. I always appreciate it. Uh, please give Ryan my best with the baby on the way, man. I know you guys are excited about that, and I'm sure she's uh, probably ready to lose her mind right now with uh, with the baby girl, baby boy, and your title fight coming up, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So she's, a, she's a rock. She's a, she's a, she's a. She's awesome. I'm lucky to have her. Absolutely. Well, Steve, thank you as always for taking the time. Obviously, safe travels out to Las Vegas. Best of luck in the fight. And as always, thank you for doing this. You know I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, brother. I'll talk to you later, man. Right. Have a great week. Hey, you too. Talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.